our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means we are bringing you Sticky Money Mondays, a weekly column where you give us a sticky money situation that you're in. Whether an ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk, we are ready to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined by retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. Sonia, I think you are going to really like this one. Just for context, I don't really let Sonia have a look at these beforehand just to get her truly unfiltered, truly honest opinions. So this week we have a very interesting conversation. Someone has asked us for some advice on a family affair and I want to say that we're kind of experts with family affairs. When you come from a brown family, it's a big family. We have family affairs since we were children. So Dear Sim and Sonia, my brother-in-law keeps on asking for money and my partner is too nice to say no. And I get in trouble for telling him to F off. My partner is 29 and I'm 27. His older brother is 32 and works full time. His working requests range from $50 for weed to approximately $2,000. The issue isn't necessarily about the fees that come with an immigration process that he's going through, but more so that he has used the borrowing of money from us and blowing it on other things like beer, weed, cigarettes, lotto scratchies, holidays, getaways that apparently his wife demands. We're also not the only ones that he asks money from. He has previously borrowed over 20k from his and my partner's mum and hasn't paid that back. Aside from money, he also hangs out constantly at our house and last minute pressures my partner to shout him, shouting him for car rides, drinks, etc. And comes to our new home, which we've spent the last year building, to take advantage and treat it like his own quote-unquote bachelor pad. He's really snarky about our lifestyle, which is not over the top or anything. He just calls it homely intended as an insult. But honestly, I just think he's a little bit jealous. This past weekend, my partner and I actually had a huge fight about it due to these reasons, plus the fact that he is a bit of a a-hole. He's now actually banned from our house, but he doesn't know that yet. With the other behaviors, there's just no resolution as of yet. Please help. 
I had a feeling this one would be hard for you because you are a giver. Yeah. My initial thoughts are, one, I am so proud of you and happy that you've stood your ground and you've clearly communicated to your husband, hey, this is an issue. And you've taken it one step further and he knows how you feel like the brother-in-law. So that is one that is so hard to do, especially when you are talking about in-laws. So I'm so proud of you for doing that. I do also empathize with your husband because that is his brother and it's his older brother. And I think when it comes to family, you just have a little bit more leniency than a friend, like when you're communicating with a friend. And also when you have a conversation with them and it's a little bit of an uncomfortable conversation, you can kind of feel that at family events because people talk. It's going to be in the WhatsApp group chat, you know? And so I get where you're coming from and I get where the brother's coming from. It is an issue. And I just, before I say anything else, I want to say it's the behavior of this older brother that's the problem. And it's kind of unfair that you have to take it on as such a burden. When family asks for money and it's something that they need, that's great. For me, that's an easy decision. And I know we've had conversations in the past because I am a person that tends to give a lot of money if someone asks. And it's like for, I think, a good course. But if you see them spending that money on different things and not being responsible, and also he's just rude, like coming over to your house, treating your house like a bachelor pad, like not only is he asking for money, but he's just a, not a nice person. Like I feel like if he was a nice person, and then it's kind of like, at least he's nice. He might have not paid 20000 but at least he's nice, says Sonia. At least he puts coasters down on the table, says Sonia. At least he cleans. At least he does our gardening. At least he takes care of the kids. Like, at least he babysits. I feel like if he did do chores or extra tasks for you that made your life easier when he asks for that amount of money because he can't hold down a job or if he's just been made redundant. He has a job. Are you listening to me? I am listening. I think where I'm going is like, I'm going to deep into the justification thing and trying to empathize with this brother-in-law, which is what I should not be doing. Well, no, I think it's fair that that's your view because you definitely, so Sonia has a brother who's not like this by any means. No, that man has his crap together. I feel like you're coming from such an empathetic point of view. Like if something ever happened to your brother, like you would take care of him. I, on the other hand, love my younger brother and I would help him out, but I definitely have more of like a tough love approach to these kinds of things. And at the end of the day, it's not the husband and the situation that's having a problem with it right now. Right now, it sounds like he's in your position of like, understands the brother's point of view, understands, let's just call the brother John. He understands John's point of view. John is maybe just going through it. He maybe can't hold down a job. He's probably very upset about all of this, which is like leading him to maybe go out and do some of these eccentric behaviors and spending on things that maybe he quote unquote shouldn't. But this is not the husband's view. This is the wife's view. And at the end of the day, she doesn't owe him anything. She's married to her husband. She's not John's financer, you know? And I think when it's just like, if you are a brother and you've got a sibling and you want to help them with your money, that is your choice. And that is whatever you do, there's no right. 
For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Go wrong. But when you have a spouse, now it's you and your spouse's money. That's pool of money that you've got together. And those decisions should be made together. Then they shouldn't be made based off guilt that one person wants to give that money, but the other person is hesitant and against it. And she said she's been very clear and has told him to F off with the money a couple of times. I don't actually think it's John, the brother's issue. I think you and your husband just need to be on the same page because if you're on the same page, then at least whatever decision he makes, you can be comfortable with. Do you know what I mean? First of all, I agree with everything that you've said. I'm trying to be more like you. And that's something that I've communicated to. I'm trying to be kinder like you. I'm trying to give money like you. If anyone asked me for money as a family member, I'd be like, look, let's just have a chat. Sim would be like, I'm going to organize a consultation with a financial advisor. And then if you need help, like upskilling, like I've got a friend who works in this company, they can suss you out. I'm more of like a give a person a rod and let them learn how to fish, not give them a fish because then they're just going to keep coming back. If this was the conversation of, do you help fund your family? Of course I would like help my brother if he was in trouble. Of course I would help on my parents, absolutely. I just feel like this is a conversation of what happens when your partner is giving money to their family and you're not agreeing with how much they're giving away. Yeah, I think the husband knows how she feels. They're very clear. So I, they could definitely go deeper into those conversations and try come up being on the same page. But if he's got a viewpoint of that's my brother and I will do anything for him, then that's a separate issue. Couples therapy and therapy in general helps with this because in my opinion, like therapists, they can give your unbiased or their unbiased thoughts on what you should do and provide actionable steps because yes, it's, the decision that they need to make together but if he's dead set on being the provider for his brother at this stage even though he's got a job then that's something to also consider that it's going to be a tough conversation I don't think it's like a one and done it's like ongoing conversations that you need to have with him I think you could flip it and when you're having the conversation with him not focus on the impacts that it's making to your finances and your family and your 
future goals, you could flip it and be like, you are facilitating this poor behavior of your older brother. Look what he's doing with his money. He's spending it on alcohol. He's spending it on weed, which those things aren't like bad or good. But when there's an excess and when you have other bills to pay and you're borrowing that money and you're not using that money for what you said it would, it's bad with this context. I just want to make that clear. You are egging him on essentially or giving him the tools to act this way. And he's not a nice person. He's not a nice brother to you not a good brother he's not a good uncle he's not being a good son right now i think if you flip it and turn it into a well-being conversation with your husband like look what your brother is doing what are the long-term plans here are you just going to facilitate this for the next 10 20 30 years we're going to be on a deathbed talking about this our kids are going to be involved what if he asks the kids for money when they're working or when they're older i think you might get a different response i agree with you and i want to talk about there was just one word that was coming to mind that you were saying, which is he's enabling him. It's a tricky one because when you love someone and their family, you will do whatever it takes to take care of them. And then sometimes that comes at the cost of instead of helping them through a rough patch, you end up giving them the finances and enabling them to continue on this path. And it's hard. I I sympathize with the husband. I can't imagine it's easy, especially an older brother. You know, you kind of have respect for them. You see them in this light growing up and to see your older siblings struggling, I think that it's kind of like seeing your mom and dad struggle. Like it's hard. So I get where the husband is coming from. But more than that, I completely agree. Taking the angle of like if you truly want to help your sibling, you can help and you should by all means be giving him money if that's right. But let's talk about setting some perimeters and some boundaries of how you can help him financially, but it doesn't turn into enabling behavior. And if I was in your shoes, the conversation I would be having with my husband, not that I have one, would be about, hey, look, You clearly know that this makes me uncomfortable, but I also understand that this is your brother and you are going to, for the rest of your life, take care of him. And I get that, but you are using our money, not just your money to finance this. And therefore we need to be on the same page about this and we are not. So let's discuss an amount of money that we are going to put aside for him every month that he will have access to. If he asks for money, if it's within that range, awesome. Like this amount of money, I'm okay with us giving him monthly. You know, if he doesn't ask that month, we'll just hold on to it till the next month. And that way you are at the back of your mind comfortable knowing that, yes, your husband is going to give his brother some money, but it is an amount of money that you are okay with because you mentioned sometimes it's $50, sometimes it's two grand. That is too much of a range for any human to wonder, is my husband going to give this person 50 bucks next week? Or are they going to give them $1,000 next week? It might not even be that. It might be that you don't actually spend any of your money on your brother-in-law and that you have separate accounts where he puts a certain money in of his money into like that separate account and you're a little bit more removed. So it'll be interesting to see the solutions that come from a conversation. I also want to make it clear that like you are not the only couple or the only marriage or the only people in this world that experience this. It is so common. Again, we don't know your ethnicity, but coming from like a brown context, 
it is so common for like every family to have at least one person that you kind of just know needs an extra hand and siblings or parents will always be there for that person. And sometimes, you know, then other people come into the situation, husbands or wives come into the mix and they go, this isn't a person that I've known my whole life. This isn't someone I feel like needs our money. Like, why are you giving it to them? Because money that you give to a family member is in a way money that you're taking away from your own family, from your own kids. It's rough, but it's true. And so you both just need to be on the same page. I don't think he should stop giving his brother money because I think that's asking a lot. You know, if you switch it around, if it was your sibling, you'd want to help them if you felt like you were in the position to. But I think it's deciding what that boundary is so that you can still help. You know what? At the end of the day, what you're feeling is so valid and I don't even think we needed to say that part for you to feel like yeah I know like I'm going through it because look who wouldn't be upset if they had like two grand that was given to someone and they didn't feel like that money was going towards helping them and this person is also in your face in your own home there's no boundaries it's hard but kudos to you for kicking them out and making that boundary to wrap things up it's a really tough situation to be in. I feel for you because it's so complex. There's no like, it's not going to be one conversation that you have with your husband. It's not going to be two. It's going to be a couple. But I think the issue is not necessarily completely the brother's fault or brother's behavior. We can't control what he does. That's his life. It's more about making sure you and your husband are on the same page. So with that, if you have a sticky money situation that you aren't answered, email us a voice memo or just a text at hello at girlsatinvest.com with the title Sticky Money Story and you may just be featured on next week's episode. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.